Shring. And welcome to Iron Sharpens Iron. And on this episode, we are blessed by the presence of the Reverend Felicia Y. Collins. And we have come together tonight to talk about her favorite scripture. But first, I'm going, I just want to ask Reverend Collins, how did you think, of, what do you think of the, the, the new beginning of the show? What is Gritty doing? Is he sharpening his teeth again? He he he's making. I guess he's making an iron. We'll see. Last week he was on the show, and um, because you know, I I I got home real late when we were supposed to record this episode, and um, so he stepped in so there would be an episode, and um, he told me he recommended that I went to a website that I could make a beginning and he made this sound like shing, like a iron sharpening iron. So I said, instead of trying to learn this website, I would just use gritty. He's quite the character. If anyone can pull that off, gritty can. And he did it again. All right. They never oh. wrote him. Amen. And, uh, uh, and, and how how are you doing? Uh, how is God blessing you these days? Uh, God is good. Uh, God is certainly blessing me and my my comings, blessing me and my goings, and truly allow me to see God in everything. Amen, amen. And uh, just to uh, to give people some background, uh, at one point uh, in both of our walks with Jesus, you were my pastor. Uh, and uh, then I got ordained, and I was an associate under you, and uh, then I got my own church, and we both pastored uh, AME churches until this May. That's correct. <laughs> and that uh, uh, all the while I was pastoring, I also was working in the field of chaplaincy, and uh, you have uh, been educating yourself by getting uh, a unit of clinical pastoral education, in other words, CPE. Amen. And, Amen. Certainly, uh, definitely look forward to certainly getting some more unit on, uh, underneath my belt. CPE certainly has been life changing for me, and um, on, on more than one level. As a matter of fact, I feel as though I've just kind of awakened from a sleep because oh, um, I've uh, taken uh, my first unit of CPE, and certainly looking forward to my second. Oh, well, that's a that's a. Uh... Pretty powerful statement. And, yeah. and uh, for uh, those who don't know what a clinical pastoral education is, CPE, that uh, to, to be a chaplain, um, some places require it, some places don't. Uh, it is a way of training chaplains into observing their work in the field through um, presentations on what was done in the field. And they don't really evaluate what you did. They uh, evaluate why you did it. Mm -hmm. And so you made a comment to a patient uh, and uh, your colleagues are looking at it and they might uh, ask you several questions about why you might have said that. And you might end up talking about something that happened to you when you were eight. So true. <laughs> so true. So true. And uh, is preparing you that if something comes your way and really uh, hits a, 
hits a sensitive spot that you know mm -hmm. that uh, you've already worked through that uh, in your CPE uh, education. So true. Yeah. So true. And uh, and just one more comment on uh, clinical chaplaincy. Uh, for those that might you know run into this podcast and uh, just be checking it out, uh, may uh, uh, be one of those folks that say uh, you don't need to be in the church to talk to God, uh, or just might not be very religious. Uh, if you find yourself in a situation where you're approached by a chaplain, uh, it's most likely that chaplain is probably a clinical chaplain. Not mm -hmm. always, but probably. And that uh, we minister to anybody. Amen. So if uh, you're feeling a little nervous or feeling a little uh, off balance, uh, no, a clinical chaplain is not going to uh, evangelize to you. Uh, they're going to be talking to you about what is ailing you at the time spiritually and helping you work through it. And so mm -hmm. if you do find yourself uh, being asked if you'd like a visit from a chaplain, I encourage you to at least check it out. I agree 100%. So um, we are here to talk about your favorite passage of scripture. <laughs> And I found out that it's actually it's uh, Gritty's favorite uh, oh, wow. passage of scripture too. Although he, for some reason, won't come on iron sharpens iron. <laughs> oh my! Maybe he's afraid I'd have to bleep him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, um, just a little introduction for those who may not know what the Psalms are found approximately in the middle of the Bible. Uh, and the, the Psalms are, are, are a series of songs. Mm -hmm. They were songs. Uh, they were sung. They are still sung by people. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times they're read uh, in, in services. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, they are songs. And uh, there are people that will tell you uh, you know, some people might tell you to start with John if you've never opened the Bible before. I don't recommend starting with John. Uh, it's a little, uh, I don't know. That's just not where I would send somebody. Uh, <laughs> if I was going to send somebody first to a gospel, it would be the gospel of Mark. Because mm -hmm. uh, that's the straightest uh, to the point. Mm -hmm. But uh, other people... Uh, a lot of times we'll send people to Psalms uh, because I've heard people say, if you really want to know what the Bible's about, read Psalms. And that what you'll find are these uh, song lyrics, or you could even refer to them as poems, uh, you know, lyrical writing, uh, mm -hmm. where you will find uh, agony, uh, mm. people crying out to God, people lamenting, uh, people praising and celebrating God, uh, what the Psalms deal with uh, is our, uh, I, I would say our humanity. Would, would you? Mm -hmm. agree? I agree. I certainly agree. And uh, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of encouragement in the Psalms and mm -hmm. that Psalm 23 is one of the most encouraging Psalms there is. Definitely agree. Definitely agree. Would you uh would you 
Well, let's say, uh, yeah, I'm going to ask you first and then, then uh, I'll read the, I'll read the Psalm. Okay. Uh, but uh, could you tell us why it is your favorite? Um, Psalms 23 is my favorite um, because uh, constantly I find myself uh, being reminded and needing to be reminded of who my shepherd is. Um, oftentimes I think that when you find yourself going through a series of situations, be it good, bad, or indifferent, uh, certainly uh, uh, Psalms 23 certainly reminds me that God is my shepherd and it reminds me that uh, I have so much to be thankful for. Um, Psalms 23 also reminds me that, that, that I'm not alone on, on this journey. And uh, certainly at any given time, you can feel like you're by yourself. And it's in those deep, dark moments that oftentimes we will make some of the stupidest decisions because we're dealing with our emotions, how we're feeling about something. I mean, and if I'm making a, a decision based upon how I'm feeling about something, oftentimes that's not the best time for me to make that decision. Mm. Uh, so Psalms 23 uh, certainly gives me an opportunity to pause. Okay. To reflect. So that's your go-to. That's my go-to breakdown. I mean, I mean, I even when it says the Lord is my shepherd, I find myself saying the Lord is Felicia's shepherd. Uh, that's one scripture that I find myself often time and time again personalizing, mm -hmm. uh, especially as I'm going through. And I like the fact that it says, you know, even though I walk through the shadow of darkness, I'll, I'll feel no evil. And uh, sometimes it also has to remind me that uh, um, there's some things that I can, uh, at least I desire to go around. But unfortunately, I can't go around. I have to go through. Mm. Uh, when you look at something, you're like, I, I don't want to do this. So I kind of want to turn and go in the other direction. Or I kind of want to see how I can go around something. But it reminds me that I have to go through something. And uh, oftentimes, it's something that I'm, I'm not comfortable with. Sometimes I'm not comfortable with growing. Sometimes I'm not comfortable with change. Uh, but to be reminded that even though I go through I'm not going through by myself. I mean, you can have a lot of people around you and still feel alone. But mm. Psalms 23 reminds me that uh, God is in charge. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to read this. Uh, I'm going to be reading the King James Version. And uh, you said that, uh, uh, that God brings you through the darkness, uh, the valley of darkness. And is that the NIV? That uh, someone would find out. Uh, and I believe uh, tends to say that, uh, 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 that he brings you through the darkness. And then um, uh, there's another part that I really am, I am just really uh, at awe at is that, that they, is that he restores my soul. So in order to restore something, uh, I got to lose something <laughs> right. and get something back. Uh, so, and that piece, I think oftentimes uh, we struggle with that. I know I struggle with that. And um, even when I look at my Christian journey, um, I'm not where I was last year on my Christian journey, certainly at a different place. And I can say that, that God has restored me. I mean, because I mean, it's almost like somebody who needs to be replenished. I mean, you are now thirsty and, and, and desires. And when somebody restores, they pour back into you. So even as a Christian, I don't care how old you are, how long you've been a Christian, you need to be restored. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll be reading the, uh, the New King James Version. Okay. 
And as the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Wow. Oh, it's a it's a powerful passage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it uh, bombards uh, the reader, the singer, the one who experiences it, the listener, uh, with many different images. It does. It does. It does. And I mean, you can be on top of the mountain and read the 23rd Psalm. And it can say something totally different for you. You can be at the lowest place that you could possibly be in. And it will say something uh, to you. Um, and, and, and I like that this particular song. I mean, because uh, when I see an image of, of a shepherd, uh, I, I see an image of someone who's leading mm -hmm. me and, um, and guiding. And um um, usually a shepherd is somebody who, who is accustomed to uh, being in charge, uh, um, taking you through uh, and not being fearful. And uh, oftentimes uh, we're, we're fearful. I mean, and then sometimes uh, when, when I read that Psalm, I, I've read that Psalm and sometimes that one of the most lowest moments in my time. I've read it at the highest moments of my time. And I've also read it and shared it with other people who are going through. I mean, and I can't deny what somebody's going through. Someone said they're in pain. I don't deny the pain. I mean, uh, certainly, certainly I try to help them to acknowledge the pain and that they will make it through. May not be today, may not be tomorrow, uh, but they will uh, with the help of God. Help of God. And for the non-believer, I try to remind them that there's a power that's even greater than them. Amen. So not dismissing anyone. Mm -hmm. And uh, and especially when it says he prepares a place in the presence of your en enemies, uh, I see the enemies as those spectators, uh, those folks who are not uh, there to encourage you, but uh, the folks who are hoping that you're not, you, you don't make it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And then be able to uh, go through whatever storm you have to go through and somehow or another be able to find yourself standing and for those spectators to bear witness uh, to the fact that you made it. Because in, in their mind, you're not supposed to make it. And if you allow certain people to get in your ear, uh, you won't make it because they'll constantly tell you what you can. Oh, no, no, you can't do it. Get up. No, don't, don't do it. And when, in fact, there's certain things that we have to go through. Uh, I call those necessary pains, necessary inconveniences. Yeah. yeah. In order for you to be the person that you are today. I mean, I would say that most of us would not be who we were today had we not been through something. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you may not look like what you've been through. 
I mean, and people may say, oh my God, you know, Reverend Rich, you, you don't look like you've been there. Well, you know, I don't have to look like what I've been through in order to go through something. Right. I mean, but sometimes I just need to, when I'm going through something, is to be able to reflect back and see it. Man, God has been good. He, he did bring me through that. And guess what? Here, here We have another uh, time now for God to see me through. So sometimes you need to be reminded to be re to be reflective. Yeah. Uh, and then I like the fact that too, when he says, when I, I lay down in green pastures. I mean, when I think of something that's green, I think of something that's alive. I mean, so, and even things that are alive go through, go through life and go through t turmoil and situation and even transition. Mm -hmm. I feel like even myself presently, uh, I feel as though I, I'm in a period of transition. I mean, and if I tell you that 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 uh, it's not uncomfortable, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, well, for, for me personally, because we're both going mm -hmm. through transitions. It, you know, there's a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of questioning, a lot of grief, mm -hmm. um, and just uh, some uncertainty. Uh, you know about uh you know will my will my will my feet land on solid rock again mm -hmm. you know? um but uh that's what it means to live right it does it you does do it with or without god mm-hmm i mean i ch i choose to do it uh with god i mean because i mean sometimes certainly you can make a decision about something and then you will hear this voice that says, I don't know if you made the right decision. I mean, was that you or was that God? And if you listen too closely to, to what that other ear is saying, and you already know that God, God has certainly given you the spirit of discernment to know that it was God who allowed you to make decisions, especially when it was a difficult decision. Now, my big thing that I always ask God, I said, now, Lord, uh, I know you're already all knowing. So, Lord, today I invite you to. Uh, come and lead me and guide me today. Uh, and I invite you to sit at the table. Uh, I invite you to uh, talk to whoever I need to talk to today. And I invite you to be in my mind um, as I uh, as I as I work throughout the day and 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 allow me to be where I'm supposed to be at. And also, I invite God to allow me to trust myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. so um... Now, a lot of people in the pews and people who've done Bible studies will, will probably know this. And, and folks that, that haven't, uh, probably they may know this, but um, they may not apply it to the Bible or the psalm. And that is that sheep are not smart. No, no, they're not. Sheep tend to wander. And stop and graze, and when we should be moving, we tend not to move. And sheep, as we know, will go astray. Yeah, and if one sheep is following another sheep, oh, yeah. and another one's following that, and that first sheep walks over the side of a cliff, yeah, all the go. rest of them are walking over the side of the cliff. Exactly. Do exactly. So. um you know we can we can uh, chuckle about that, you know, chuckle about ourselves being sheep. Uh, 
But I think one of the, the big things that it points out is how much we do need God. Oh, so certainly need God. I mean, for me, uh, <laughs> God is essential uh, to my being. Uh, I think the older I get and, and, and the more I read and the more I not only read to read, but also to, to practice and incorporate it in, in my life, um, I was tell you, I, I need God more today than I did yesterday. Mm. I mean, and um, and I mean, I, I feel as though the more I need God, the more I lean on Him. I mean, um, and when I said lean on Him, I lean on Him in the morning when I get up. I I want to give God praise. I want to welcome the the, the new day, and uh, I want Him to help me to uh, make every decision uh, that I make. And give me a song to sing and be able to be all the best version of myself. Uh, because what? By myself, I can't because I'll get wrapped up in my feelings and I get wrapped up in my emotions. Let's say uh, I had an encounter with someone and it was not the best encounter. I mean, so I can get wrapped up in the fact that it wasn't the best encounter. Or I can say, you know, Lord, man, it's, mm, that was rough. Man, Lord, this is how I felt about that. And then God just has a way of calming my spirit. Mm. If I don't allow God to calm my spirit and I get wrapped up in how Felicia's feeling, that could be dangerous. Uh, it could be explosive, uh, either explosive in, in, as to what I'm going to say, uh, what I'm going to do, how I'm going to think and handle something. But if I, if I like God to be in that situation, God just has a way of allowing me to, to sit with it. Mm -hmm. and be still and i like the fact it's to be still and know that i'm god yes i need to be reminded that's what psalm 26 i think that's mm -hmm. located in. Mm -hmm. i i need to be reminded that that yeah. he's god and um and then i i i have to be reminded that every situation that i i find myself in god already knows that i'm in this situation i mean because oftentimes our biggest problem is that we feel like we're by ourselves especially when we're going through it. And if you ever felt alone, whoa, you really need Psalms 23. Yeah. Because usually when you feel like you're alone, you pick up the phone, you try to call somebody. Guess what? No one's home. No one's picking up. They say, okay, I'm going to call this person. No one. But when you when you pick up that divine phone and you begin to tell God about that day, I mean, that's where the difference comes. Right. And so yeah, I think you've... Uh... You commented on, you know, that you do look forward to the fact that uh, that God does restore and he restores mm -hmm. your soul and it indicates to you that you, you've lost something. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, you know, the psalm says he leads me on the paths of righteousness mm -hmm. um, and for his name's sake. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, that 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 that's curious, you know, that he's. He's helping us for the sake of his own name. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, I, I think he does that for his own name because why, first of all, as we know, the, uh, the the scripture tells us, for God so loved the world that he gave. I mean, so he's a giving God. And not only gave, he gave his only begotten son that we would have life and have it more uh, uh, abundantly. Uh, and then two, uh, let, let, let's be honest, it's that oftentimes we need grace and we need mercy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, God already knows 
you're going to be mad about something. God, God already knows what your maturity level is. God, God already knows what's going to really set you back. So um, the fact is that uh, he's there and, um, and, and leading you for his namesake. So he knows that you need him. <laughs> I mean, and he needs to be present. But we also need, our, our job is that we need to call out on him. I mean, I find myself and say, Lord, I, I need you. Uh, I just recently purchased a singing bowl uh, because I love the sound of a singing bowl. And uh, so I, I got up this morning and and certainly I hit my singing bowl and then I invited the Lord uh, to be with me uh, today. I mean, and uh, yeah. Hmm. It's amazing um, when you begin to reflect on, on, on the situations uh, that God has brought you through. I mean, ooh. and um, even let's say, let's say today or yesterday was not the, the greatest of days. And you know, it wasn't the greatest day. Maybe you lost your temper. I mean, you're like, you're reflecting on the fact that, that geez, I lost my temper. I mean, and God has a way of dealing with you and your temper. And especially when you start saying, Lord, help me, help me to have a better uh, self-control of my temper, better control of my feelings. Um, but 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 not to deny your feelings, I mean, but to have better self-control so, so that your feelings don't become destructive to you or even to others where people begin to question, oh, I thought Felicia was a Christian. Well, I, I'm a Christian, but I also have feelings because why? I'm human. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and that's the part I think that sometimes people uh, forget that the, even the Christian is human, even the Christian feels pain um, and discomfort. So I liked what you said earlier about, yay, I walked through the valley of the shadow of death and you have to walk through some stuff that you may not want to. Yeah. And uh, it says, I will fear no evil. And then it says, uh, for you are with me, your rod and your staff comfort me. And uh, the rod and the staff, I did, I had an idea, you know, I've always had an idea what that was. I just looked at it before we got on. And, uh, you know, those are tools that uh, the shepherd might use. Mm -hmm. uh, one might be that walking stick with the hook and then, you know, mm -hmm. the other might be, um, I think the rod is something that was worn on the belt that would be taken out to like poke the uh, the sheep. <laughs> and you know, when you think about it, you know, that really both whatever it was. Um, and then there were some speculations by uh, some scholars that you know that the the writer or David, you know, David is credited with this psalm. Um, you know, was referring to one of them. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. it could have been, but uh, at some point, somebody's getting poked with that thing, and um, you know, when we think about it in those terms, that God uh, poking us, you know, can offer us comfort. Oh, definitely, because I, my vision when I see the the the, the rod and the staff, I certainly I certainly see a a, a stick with with almost like a round. Uh, hook that sometimes he has to extend that perhaps even grab me around the neck sometimes he has to grab me I mean, my my legs 
and has to pull me in. Because if he does not pull me in, I'm going to be pulling in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Okay. And maybe if I'm not careful, I'm certainly going to go into some dangerous places I shouldn't be. And he's just said, come on now. I need to I need to keep you with me so I can guide you through. I mean, especially when you when you look at those dark places that you cannot see light. I mean, but somehow or another the shepherd is able to see, and he wants to make sure that everybody arrives back there safely. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, it's almost like you're driving down a dark road and your headlights are off. And you're like, man, that my headlights are out. out. And all of a sudden, even the lights that would be on the street, you can't see them. But somehow or another, you're trusting that you're still on the road, on that path. And you know that only God's going to be able to see you till you get to all of a sudden you see light. But just that, even that, even that half a mile where it was complete darkness, you're relying on God that you're not going to either hit somebody in front of you or, or find yourself uh, uh, getting off the path that you need to be on. I mean, and, and, and believe it or not, sheep, we, we, we do wonder <laughs> in these <laughs> places. I mean, I mean, we, we, we're, not, we're not as smart as we, 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 we want you to believe we are. Right, right. I mean, and somebody said, well, I just wanted to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you stop. But guess what? Now you have now found yourself in, in a place which you shouldn't be at. Because why? You didn't stay with the pack. Mm-hmm. But you know that thing I had to do it my way. I played that song a lot in my life. I had to do it my way. So, yeah. So sometimes I need to be pulled, and sometimes I need that hook around my neck. So okay. And you know, one thing about us, we we don't go willingly. We have to be dragged in order to get back on track. I know that. You get a willful streak in you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially when you think you know what you're doing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I I find myself, the older I get to, laughing at myself. Some things I did at certain time periods of, geez, what was I thinking of? And I guess my own curiosity uh, got the best of me. Uh, that I didn't know that no more I needed to stay uh, stay stay on on the right path. You know what I mean? I like the fact of the path of righteousness for his namesake. And all you gotta do, I mean, you find yourself getting off the path, you, you could find yourself in even a, a bigger situation than had you just stayed on a path. Right, right. So the the next line uh is you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to take a little time to talk about that because I've experienced that mm-hmm. um, in the past. Um, I was under a pastor who made it clear that she didn't like me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up having to take a break mm-hmm. and uh, I went to another church mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I felt really hurt. I, I, I felt mistreated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do realize now that, um, I was not a mature, as mature as I thought I was at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I know the part that I played and I know the part 
that she played. And uh, so I happened to be, uh, I happened to uh, be going to a uh, an afternoon service and uh, dinner at a sister church. Mm-hmm. And um, the pastor, uh, I had sat down, you know, in the tables with everybody else. And the pastor says, Richard, I really would like you to sit at the head table. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I felt honored because I, I, I was never sure if this this guy really liked me or not. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and uh, my former pastor walked in. Mm-hmm. And the head table was full. Mm-hmm. And she said to the pastor, well, where am I supposed to sit? And she pointed, he pointed to the chair right in front of me, mm-hmm. but it was not the head table. Mm-hmm. And immediately, as soon as she sat down, I thought of this verse. Yeah, I can see that. And it's not as, it didn't make me feel as good as I thought it might have when I read that before. Mm-hmm. But I kind of I I I respected what God had done, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it, it validated some things for me uh, that I needed validated. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, well, that's what God does. I mean, I think oftentimes. Uh... When we think of enemies, certainly an enemy tends to be someone who is pulling against you in some fashion or another. And um, again, uh, oftentimes the person who's pulling in a different direction uh, certainly does not see your value, uh, does not truly see you, and certainly does not see your potential. And uh, oftentimes that person certainly does not... uh, mean uh, mean anything good for you uh so basically what god is in is that he set that up i mean i mean there there used to be a guy named uh, artist kitchen who used to come on many years ago on tv and he says be kind to the people you meet on your way up they're the same you meet on your way down and so we never know when we're gonna meet someone and uh, i mean and meet them again and they may not be at the same level that that uh that they were at another time and you may be in a position, if you wanted to, to offer you offer up your seat or what have you. And do you have to do it? No, you don't have to do it. But uh, we just know that God is just God is in the elevation business. Mm-hmm. I mean, and sometimes you just have to be reminded. I think in that particular scripture is that that is just a reminder that guess what? Don't worry about where you are today, because God's going to take care of you. And oftentimes, God, that's how he fights the battle. And he validates you that, number one, he sees you moving on in spite of it. I mean, everybody's not going to cheer for you. Yeah. And, 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 and and be able to push you or even open doors for you. But guess what? Just because that person didn't open the door for you, that doesn't mean the other door is not going to open. I mean, I, 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 uh, I mean, when I when I recently had those situations like that, I just think about how good God is. I said, Lord, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And I have to thank him because why? 
at the time when you're going through those moments like that, those are dark moments that you're like, Dag, I, mean, I can't get a break. Dag, why is this person doing this to me? Dag, why can't they support me? And uh, sometimes they're not meant to support you, but they're meant to motivate you. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and sometimes they'll motivate you by not, I hate to say, not treating you right. <laughs> I mean, or not uh, believing in you. I mean, and oftentimes they're not believing in you because sometimes they see your potential before you see it. Right. So it's almost like, let me see if I can kick the rock up underneath him so he can't get up. But you, what people don't understand, wherever you're supposed to be at, regardless, you're going to get there. They get there a different route than you. But guess what? If I'm supposed to be there, I'm going to be at the table. But if God did, he prepared you to be at the table and for her to be able to see you there and for you to be able to witness her there, but not at the same table. Right, right. So God, God evens the score. Mm. He does. The next uh, phrase says, "My cup runneth over." Or my cup runs over. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that. Uh, I mean, I can testify to the fact that my cup was running over at times where it had been empty. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's we have more than enough. Exactly. And sometimes we didn't even have a cup. Good point. Now you have a cup and it is. And when I think when it runs over, it runs over so, so, so that you can share with someone else. I mean, sometimes share your experience. Sometimes to be able to share, you know what, let, let me help you get up. I mean, you don't know the next person that you may be helping to get, get up or the next person you may be sharing a cup with. Um, may wind up being somebody who later on who who reminisce and say, I remember when I needed something the most out of the blue, unexpectedly, a Reverend Moran came and he offered me his hand. Mm -hmm. I was thirsty, guess what? He fed me. I was I mean, and he gave me something to drink. I mean, we, we really don't know who's thirsty sometimes. And it could be the person who's sitting next to you very thirsty and, and and certainly just in need of just a kind word or two, or someone to validate them, or someone to affirm them, and say to you, oh, you know what, you're going to make it, I'm praying for you, I mean, and sometimes your heart just runs over with joy that, you know what, someone still believes in you, so uh, I, I love the fact, I mean, I, I mean, like I said, I constantly think about what God has brought me from, and where I am at, at present, so certainly uh, I see uh, Psalms as a, as a, a moment of gratitude and thanksgiving, <laughs> I mean, even when I could laugh at myself, some of the stuff I've done or even thought at different junctures of my life, I mean, I laugh about it. And then also it reminds me too, sometimes I have to really take my hands off some stuff. Uh, I know uh, recently I was sharing some stuff with my daughter, some stuff that she was going through where she's moved to and uh, some stuff at her job. And and again, I we go to the Psalms 23 and um and I say, now you got to say uh, your name. I mean, and uh, uh, fortunate and unfortunate, you got to go through this, not around. I mean, I can't tell anybody how something's going to turn out, but I just got to trust that, that when God says that he's with us, I got to trust that he's with her even at this time in this moment. May not be comfortable, but I got to trust that he's going to see her through. Yes, yes. So the, the rest of the psalm, says surely goodness and mercy shall follow me 
all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, 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 my prayer, my hope, my joy, and my invitation for, uh, for the Lord is that, uh, that he, he would be with me all the days of my life. Um, in spite of what, what I may be going through, uh, cause each day is a new chapter and, uh, and certainly I, I am looking for new mercies and, and grace each and every day and uh, looking to grow stronger uh, in the Lord. And as long as there's breath in my body, uh, certainly is my desire to to call upon him and uh, to dwell in, in his presence. And uh, I think that's why I, I uh, now start with my day uh, inviting <laughs> the Lord to be with me uh, each and every day. Uh, when I rise in the morning and even when I sleep at night, and um uh, and um uh, knowing who's the source. I mean he's the source of everything that I that uh that I envision uh dream of. Um yeah, he keeps me going even when I'm on when I'm on E. And uh, I have been on E and uh certainly uh, not necessarily having energy, uh, but certainly knowing God uh, that even when I'm on E, he's gonna carry me if necessary. Amen. And then we'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Mm -hmm. we'll find yeah. some somebody's church. Got to find somebody's <laughs> church. Got to find somebody's church. Uh, and then, and then to the dwell in the house of the Lord forevermore. I mean that 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 church could be your house. That church could be any place. Okay. Certainly that 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 church starts here uh, in my heart and in, in, in my mind because. I don't care what building I go into. Yeah. I, I got to go there. If I know God, I got to know him here and here, heart, in my, heart, mind, body, and spirit. And I, I pray that when I walk into a church or wherever I, I go into, I pray that uh, someone sees uh, sees Jesus in me. Yeah. In me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. And uh, I don't care what, what your role may be, pastor, bishop, or whatever. I mean, we, we 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 all need God. At least I know I do, and uh, I'm not ashamed to say it. I mean, I, like I said, I need them more each and every day because why? When I turn the television on, and don't even have to turn the television on. There's just so much going on in the world today that I don't know if I could face what I see going on in so much chaos and so much confusion uh, if I did not know the Lord. Mm -hmm. And if I couldn't pick up the Bible and read and understand that what has been foretold, uh, certainly uh, we are seeing today in the world. Because otherwise, there'd be no need to get up in the morning, even go out the door. Uh -huh. so yeah. I'm just trusting God. And I encourage other people to trust God as, as things are going on in the world. You can't run from him. You certainly can't hide. Amen. Not even in Hades. No. Not at all. And that's not Haiti, the country. That's, uh, for those who don't know, it was, um, I think it was referred to as the netherworld. Some people equate it to hell. Mm H-A-D-E-S. -hmm. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I think that's, yeah. So I, I I wanted to go back and just share a story uh, about uh, he makes me lie down in green pastures. 
Mm-hmm. So there was a pastor um, in the Schenectady area. Uh, God has called him home. Um, but at the time, uh, he was pastoring a church, and he ended up in the hospital for months. Mm-hmm. He's very ill. And he uh, was in the ICU for a long time. And uh, at some point when he became conscious of what was going on, he was very angry with God. And he uh, he would talk to God and he would say to God, I don't know why you did this to me, that I've done everything that you've told me to do. I've worked so hard to bring the church to a new level. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is how you repay me. And so one day he started reciting the 23rd Psalm and when he got to, he makes me lie down and read pastors. He stopped mm. and he realized that he had not been doing what God had been telling him to do. He had been following his own desire to bring the church to a higher level. And that he started recalling times where God spoke to him, telling him he was doing too much. And he finally realized, after being so angry with God in the ICU, that God made him lie down in a green pasture. Mm-hmm. And then from that point on, he communicated with God completely different. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he did what he had to do with spiritual strength to get back to have his health restored. And I just think it's a powerful story of what what a green pasture might be for somebody at mm-hmm. any particular time. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the green pastures that even David grazed those sheep in, mm-hmm. in Israel, you know, had sprigs of grass like every eight inches to a foot. <laughs> There are a lot of rocks and dirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're uh, getting to the uh, the end of the podcast tonight. And uh, do you have any uh, co- uh, concluding words? Mm. In that song is that you got to personalize this. I mean, you you, you got to put your name in it, and you 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 got to be able to examine the situation. Uh, that you find yourself in. I mean, um, and certainly the sheep does not have a desire to go off the cliff, but sometimes we we go off the cliff. (laughs) I mean, I mean, sometimes certainly uh, we find ourselves in in places where we're like, how the heck did I get here? I mean, but but you're there. I mean, and um, I just think that there's a time in everyone's life that we all feel this sense of loneliness. And like, oh man, I'm out here by myself. Nobody's out here to help me. 
And I think that it's in those moments like that that uh, that um, our mind will get the best of us. I mean, and if you're not able to discern God's voice from the voice from those spectators, um, you, you're going to be lost. I mean, because, I mean, who can you call 24-7 but the Lord to, I hate to say it, moan, groan, complain, and really to lay those burdens down, even sometimes even to break to to to, to break down. I mean, and I mean, and when I just think of the twenty third Psalm, I mean, each year when I read it, I mean, I read it more than one time and recite it. I, I can see where God has done this, that. I see myself all over the twenty third Psalm. Mm. And I thank God I see myself all over the twenty third Psalm uh, because that's one of those uh, Psalms that energizes me. I can be mad or at a pause in my life. And then all of a sudden read the 23rd Psalm and find myself meditating and get so happy and and, and thankful and, and grateful uh, because it, it's a reminder. It's like, you didn't get that. You forgot that. How could you forget that? <laughs> and yeah. And guess what? I forgot. But then now that I'm reminded, because why? I got away a rewind in the tape and say, see, Felicia, I was with you here. I was with you there. You thought this, you thought that, but guess what? Look where you are now. I mean, you got made it through that. And guess what? I, I, I told you I was going to give you the desires of your heart. Oh, you see, I, I gave it to you. I mean, so uh, I just think uh, when you, when, when I read 23rd, I, I'm thankful and grateful. And, um, and I just see God's hand all over it. And um, he ain't finished with me yet. <laughs> Amen. So as uh, we end the No Name Yet podcast the same way every time with a prayer, mm -hmm. which I pray, Iron Sharpens Iron, we end the episode the same way every time with a prayer, mm -hmm. and our guest closes us in prayer. Okay, not a problem. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord, I'm just so grateful for uh, an opportunity, Lord, uh, to certainly be on this broadcast. Lord, we ask that you continue to bless Reverend Richard and, and the team in a mighty and, and powerful way. Lord, we ask that you continue to, to bless whoever hears this uh, particular episode. Lord, may they be blessed. May they open up to the Psalms 23 and see themselves and to see your power and your glory. Lord, forgive us of our sins and our shortcomings. And Lord, we ask that you continue to use this station in a mighty way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rev. Thank you so much. It's been an honor and privilege. All right. Good night. Good night. Take care. Bye-bye.